0: I'm gonna have some coffee to calm my nerves after that. Gotta be Starbucks. Two thousand three. Smells way too good to be Starbucks, but yeah, one hundred percent. Is it too hot? Is it Dunkin? Mmm. It is warm. It might be Duncan. Um, uh, we are here at the eve of the invasion of Iraq. How does it feel? <laughs> Didn't realize that's when we were. Oh, uh, This will be over in no time, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean like... Just, like in and out. I'll bet you they've already printed the, the, the signs for Mission Accomplished. They're probably like at the presses... We're going to be out of this very quickly I thought you were going to say they've already printed the Saddam Hussein trading cards And that's like They have definitely done that <laughs> What? Is that, a, is that a thing? Oh yeah yeah the terrorist trading cards Don't you remember that? No! Oh Adam I'm sorry We was... got to stop and get you a pack of terrorist trading yeah, cards while we're here I, I absolutely think we need to do that Um. So we might run into some protests Because there's giant protests happening everywhere We're mid like mid freedom fry Yep Uh. uh and Business in uh, none of this is real style. Um, a giant diamond heist just happened. <laughs> Ooh! Uh, this uh, one of the largest robberies in history, the Antwerp diamond heist, I'm where loose a- diamonds, gold, and jewelry were stolen, valued at one hundred million dollars. Okay. Damn. Yeah. I would love to just like drop out of this time machine and into a heist. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Just like Ooh, we should we should talk to the machine when we get back and go like, "Hey, do you have like game settings?" Right, yeah. <laughs> you got games on this? <laughs> oh, fuck Okay, 2003. That's Is that Xbox OG? Uh like PlayStation yeah, two? Gotta be. yeah, X got Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um let's uh let's see what's playing. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Daredevil. Ooh, Daredevil. <laughs> Uh, And also Old School. Oh. You've totally seen Old School before, right? I've absolutely seen Old School. Yeah, that's just like a rite of passage somebody our age, right? I'm guessing that does not age well. No. No. (laughs) Like, right? Probably like currently. It's been out for a week and it probably has not (laughs) aged well. (laughs) Honestly, the only thing I... I, Vince Vaughn doesn't feel like he ages well. In the sense that like, and I don't mean like he gets uglier. I mean, I feel like I always feel grimy after watching anything with Vince Vaughn in it. Vince Vaughn, occasional shopper at my college girlfriend's uh, Macy's that uh, really? she worked at. Yeah, you'd get uh, Vince Vaughn watch and John Cleese watch, which at the time John Cleese watch was a little fun. Wait, John Cleese or John uh, Monty Python? Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, there's another. There's another uh, John, oh, fuck. What's the g- John Cusack is also from Chicago. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Although I, I, well, I was gonna say John Cleese and Macy's. <laughs> <laughs> also, Vince Vaughn and Macy's. You got to get your mom something nice, I guess. Oh. Uh, um, I do not miss malls. <laughs> so, uh, hmm, does this have you seen Daredevil? I have, but like, not since like now. Right. Like, I think if I didn't see it in theaters, I saw it like right as home video popped. Oh, so it's two thousand three. I've been in college. I probably saw it with a bunch of people Sure Like, you know, on a weekend mm-hmm. I've not seen Daredevil Really? Really Well, I remembered zero from it So, do you think that's close enough? I think it's, it's I mean, it's gonna do better for us than old school, right? Well, I mean, at least for our karma Yeah, I it, hope I, Oh God, I hope <laughs> Alright, let's I'm not thrilled about it, but let's see Daredevil Alright, here comes Ben Affleck Are you here to confirm that Daredevil is responsible for this, Detective? There is no proof that Daredevil even exists. He can hear it before it makes a sound. He can sense it before it happens. He can vanish before you realize he's there. How do you kill a man without fear? Oh, Give me bullseye. devil's mine. I hope justice is found here before justice finds you. How can you be a skeptic? If there's no eyewitness, I mean, you know, Bigfoot has witness please. Woof! Marvel. Wake me up. I guess that's that's her part, isn't it? I, I like Wake it. Me yeah yeah I like the idea Wake that she up. leaves the band <laughs> and, and one of the dudes just has to kind of do the bit have I told you that I saw Evanescence in concert in Bumbershoot probably right around this time uh, you have, and I believe you are not thrilled about it. It was not fun. Um, <laughs> CD backing track? Is that yeah, the thing so that I remember? The, the best thing about it was that it was a one off for them. And so, literally, all they had taken were their individual instruments. And so, everything else was provided. So, they didn't have their entire electronica section. So, I don't know how much you remember about Evanescence. I'm guessing you listened to it, you, you heard as much as I did in this movie. It's on the radio constantly right um, now. There's a lot of electronic, and there's like full bridges that are fully electronic with no vocals, yeah, or like weird, um, symphonic things yep. happening. Yeah, there were 15, 20, 30 second <laughs> chunks of the concert where the entire band was just standing waiting for the track to finish before they could continue <laughs> on to <with> the <this> song. <laughs> Man, that is so awkward. Can you imagine standing there? And I mean, you're getting paid. God knows how much. It was, much, a, it was a bumper shoot, so in Seattle, and they decided to end it by playing Smells Like Teen Spirit because uh, what, is, what is art? Um, that's like... Seattle, though. Right? You, like, it's a <laughs> it was a misstep to begin with. Yeah. It got better when it became clear that the singer didn't know the lyrics, and so she just stopped. Oh. It was... Uh, Ouch. Yeah, it's not going to win you any, over any fans in Seattle. No. Um, well, yeah, Evanescence is here. Let's talk about the soundtrack first before we talk about the movie. Let's, let's. So, no Papa Roach that I noticed. <laughs> uh, no. Um, so it was scored by... That's being generous. Graham <laughs> Revel and the guitarist from Incubus. Oh, okay. That makes, um, that makes, a, the, the score makes more sense now because there was a lot more, like, guitar work. Riffage. And he's a decent guitarist I you said it known, i didn't i mean like i think he's known for sure the, yeah 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 he's um, a yes <laughs> <laughs> he's um, a guitarist of note regardless of whether i like him stylistically yep um so but the soundtrack is really where it's happening Hell right yeah because we have evanescence and you have um, bring me to life is this like the giant song there was, here. They're two big two stoodles. giant songs yeah yeah um both from this soundtrack which i'd I did not remember that being tied to this. Me either. Um, you got Fuel. You got. <laughs> All of these bands I forgot existed. <laughs> you've got. Uh, well, there might be some crossover with the Little Nicky soundtrack. Yeah. Um, you've got The Calling, which is not one that I remember. I, is For some reason, I feel like the. In my brain, I, you say The Calling, and I think of like more garagey indie. <laughs> that. A, there was no, no Garaji Indie in this. I, no, no, I think I think Christian. Like, the calling sounds it like, does a sound band. like a Christian It does sound like a calling band. Um, a, a calling band. <laughs> a Christian band. Saliva. Seether. Yeah, I remember Seether. Nickelback. Definitely in there. I did not hear Nickelback. Oh, no, you didn't. I feel I like- I absolutely heard some Nickelback. How did I miss- Like, Nickelback. Okay, I read an article not that long about- An uh, uh, article about Nickelback, and Why? like- it was, it was fascinating because it was a completely different take on them looking at it as a business rather than a, as a artistic okay. merit. Yeah. And cause like they basically said like Nickelback created a band that will like forever work as NFL bumpers. Yep. And like, and it's like, that's, and it, it was like going on like how like all Nickelback songs sounds the same. It's like, yeah, on purpose. It's a, it's a product. Yeah. Yeah. They eventually is like, we created Gatorade. Why would we fuck up Gatorade? Sure. Like, we know exactly who's buying it. Yep. We're not going to grow our market. Totally. And, and it was like, as I finished reading there, I was like, I have much greater respect for Nickelback. I don't want to listen to their music, but I understand entirely what they are <laughs> and good for them for like sticking to their guns, I guess. For sure. Band is a brand. Yes. Uh, we have a uh, drowning pool with Rob Zombie. Was Rob Zombie just in everything and his own band? i think so okay. i think he did a lot of features around this time he also directed a shit ton like, directed a lot I, and I, I think in this list anyway i think he's the one that remains with the most cred like he he kind of went through this era unscathed by the like real eye-rolly you know uh, it also see, it feels loud authentic. sure like he just you know like so. When sometimes you're like you see somebody it's like oh no they're not this isn't a bit to them, right? This is just who they are. Yeah. And Rob Zombie just feels like, like he's like, he looks like his music sounds. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got Nappy Roots and POD. Wait, those uh, together? Yeah. Yeah. And no POD. I don't know. Nappy Roots. Lots of collabos. That also sounds not totally PC. Oh, they're like a hip hop. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. <clears throat> it's all fine. It's okay. I've pardoned them. Um, <laughs> Thank you. We have Moby. Really? Yeah. Whoops. But this is also a funny time because Moby, come Moby famously, like, did the, like, Woodstock 99 thing, which was also lumped in with a bunch of other shit that's not... He just The idea like, of Moby hanging out backstage with, like, P.O.D. makes... Like, that's a very funny image yeah. to me. He also, in that awful documentary, Woodstock 99, he talks... It's like a hindsight is... 50, like, he he definitely cherry picks how he remembers the event and, <laughs> and comes at it with this elevated attitude of like, I hated being there every second of it. And then, you know, uh, being around all these people, I just kept thinking like, Oh, I'm playing with these people. And like, and it was like, while this was happening, you were not, no, you know, right. <laughs> you were there. You could have left, right. You didn't, ha- you did not actually have to be there. Yeah. Oh, um, and rounded out with some Chevelle, some Hoobastank and Boy Sets Fire. I missed, I was expect a very, like, so I went through a portion of around this time where mm-hmm. I listened to a lot of Hoobastank, not really because I liked it mm-hmm. more as like a filler of space until I found something else I actually enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't explain to you why I did that. <laughs> uh, I won't ask you to, um, I didn't hear any Hoobastank. And I know that was there. Like the problem was, is there was a lot of stuff. You're no Hoobastank. See no stink. <laughs> Touch no Hoobastank. <laughs> Be, Be no Hoobastank. Right. Um, I will say what I will say about all of the music of this era. It lends itself very well to action sequences. Sure. It does. Like, you can punch to this like nobody's business. <laughs> the thing about it is that I'm sure we will talk about the blind sounds um the yeah. soundtrack would indicate that this is all music for deaf people <laughs> rather than <laughs> blind people. <laughs> not blind people deaf people well because especially since everything is so heightened yeah you'd think that it's going to be like very nuanced like almost sound arty you know whatever maybe it's i mean because you but know that uh, every single one of these tracks was compressed to a, a <laughs> solid block. <laughs> like <laughs> maybe it's just like a perfect white noise of sure. like, nothing. because there are times when Ben Affleck himself is turning on this music there to is, listen to. There is time. I think, I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah. like, I do. Like I love the idea of Ben Affleck turning on the radio and this is what he chooses. Oh, I thought it was a CD for sure. Uh, sorry, not radio, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah, turning yeah. On the, the his stereo and like, just like, a ben affleck abstracted (laughs) as ben affleck there's no way he listens to this right uh like he's listening to j-lo obviously obviously but then also the idea that like a new york lawyer is listening to this yeah yeah (laughs) the yeah the new york lawyer and okay and talking about this it's based off of a comic so like how much are you going to vary from the actual thing sure but there are moments many moments of this where you're like now, why does he have to have this job? Or like, why is he doing this? Yes. You know, like this. This guy is doing this, right? Um, I, and I, something which I actually think the TV show handles fairly well. Well, TV show has a good reputation. I would yeah. say <laughs> this um, not so much. No, Um I though here. We're we're talking about this on the way over here. I don't know if this movie is bad because it's it was bad or if it was bad because it was 2003. It is a very 2003 movie. I mean, we've <sighs> we've dropped into a lot of different times and places. This just reeks of it. And, and it's it, not good. No, like, no, I know that smell and it's, yeah. it's the, it's the precursor to Axe body spray that stoners would use to cover up weed. It's the Hubba stank. <laughs> uh, um, so, okay. So we've got written and directed by Mark Stephen Johnson, who famously went on to do so many good things, who did uh, another Marvel movie in 2007, Ghost Rider. Yep. Um, I have a, there's a, I have a soft place in my heart for ghostwriter see that's another one i've i've not seen uh purely because it it's it's nicholas caged Uh, nicholas cage as his most unhinged sure and i'm like that is fantastic i think i would enjoy watching that now it's got uh what's his butt in it that he's like fuck doesn't matter um also directed a film i've seen many times on uh, vhs rolly carts in school for some reason (laughs) Simon Birch, I know, that, like such an outlier of like w- this is where you started your career, Oscar Beatty, like <laughs> kind of slow moving yeah. drama, and then like you know what I should do is a left turn into like uh, uh, Paul uh, Paul W S Anderson territory. Why was I watching that so much in school? I feel like I saw that movie at least three times in school because if I remember, it's about like a uh, like a uh, v- deathly ill little person, right? I don't remember the deathly ill portion. I presume he probably dies in Well, his- I thought like he's like as like constantly going through sure, like, yeah, medical yeah, problems. Yeah. And he's like it's in the fifties or sixties if I remember right. Yeah. And it's like it's basically like, hey, look at how the US treated uh disabled people for you know, Okay, in so it was a be nice to everybody sort of. Thing. I guess. All right. But that's all I remember about it. Um Well, uh we have Ben Affleck as uh, Matt Murdock and uh, the titular Daredevil. Who is the guy in The Simpsons who's got like he's kind of carrot toppy hair he- hair and is like just like Sideshow Bob. Yeah, is it Sideshow Bob? It's Ben Affleck a la Sideshow Bob. Especially the, <laughs> the, the when you're comparison. first introduced to the, his version of Ben Affleck. Um the, yeah, his hair in this is really something and it it doesn't really I the uh, I, I question why as well. we were doing that. Like uh were, that is, were we? That is not <laughs> that is not something that you know, oh, and if you're going to do the comic, you got to get the, hair just, get the right. hair just right. I and mean, because it does look like comic book hair. It does look like comic book hair, but the kid daredevil hair is way different. It's um, <laughs> anyways, the kid daredevil part. I actually didn't like I thought was one of the stronger bits of this movie. It's snappy. Um, it's fine. It has some pathos. Like the dad, yeah. I think, uh, plays that part really well where you believe him to be a flawed. For sure. But also wants his son to be better than yeah, him. Yeah, that's David Keith. Jack the devil, Murdoch. <laughs> um, uh, ben Affleck had to wear uh, cataract milky blue contacts during this, effectively making him blind. Brilliant. Um, and you get some of that like Ben Affleck moodiness. Uh, he does not speak fondly of this film, does he not? Um, swore off doing any superhero movies until, of course, he becomes Batman, right? Uh, which strikes me as the same character, one hundred percent the same character. <laughs> like, I, I, I remember, like I I remember going, like this is very similar. It's so similar. Also, I've never thought like weird casting for both in the- Yes, it, for sure. I I Matt Damon would be better in both. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry, Ben i enjoyed reading comics as a kid marvel and dc i never really got into daredevil daredevil never really appealed to me batman did um but really truly watching this i genuinely felt like oh this is just marvel's batman yes there's just so many similarities including a portion with bats bats which yeah i really crazy get there i'm sure but like (laughs) i have some questions about that the whole oh yeah (laughs) Um, okay. We got Jennifer Garner as again, poorly cast as Electra nachos. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's nachos. I, it's not. No, it, I mean, it is, but no, it isn't, but nobody, everybody is saying nachos. And it, this is one of those things that I had to just like, if you're doing the comic, you realize, Oh, this doesn't play verbally spoken because no. everybody's saying nachos. <laughs> Um, so we're going to change the last name. No big whoop. I don't think that anybody, any comic heads in 2003 are going to be like, what? Pick another Greek name. It'll be fine. Right. Because clearly um, there is a moment where she says, her she says, my name's Electra Nachos. And I just lost my mind. I just lost my mind. Also, that menu item has to exist somewhere, right? If it does you got to order the Electra, Electra Nachos. nachos. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I I think part of the 2003ness was that like there was this weird like the overarching culture was this weird broy um uh new metal oh yeah thing like everything and and like there was something it was it, not unlike old school it was like endearing mm-hmm. to make fun of anything that was like slightly different and like it feels like to me that. They, everybody could have said nachos just fine, but. Absolutely. They purposefully, like, like were giggling as they're like, oh, we just, just say nachos. Maybe. Like, yes. It, but, it, uh, but it's not that kind of comic book movie. You could have that kind of comic book movie where there's like a wink that everybody's saying nachos and she's frustrated about right. it, whatever. Right. But no, that this would is, totally play. But that's no the way. thing. Is, it's It's. This time of American society had this like <laughs> desire to be. Off, like what's we're not authentically like um just seriously oh so serious so self-serious yeah yeah um i'm sure we will talk a lot about colin farrell as bullseye mm-hmm. Woo! um i like colin farrell a lot i do too and, and this is if i remember right this is his first time using his actual accent sure um wow this is one of those things it happens a lot in superhero movies mm-hmm. where you have one person that's just like but oh, you were in another movie sir i 100 believe that none of that was colin farrell and that was completely and totally the director like going this is a comic movie you should just be unhinged right yeah yeah make it big it's right. cartoony you yeah. know whatever truly every single time he is on screen it is just i mean i will say that When he's on screen, it's more fun than any other time during the movie. But it's a different movie. But it is just like, wow. Um, And then we have Michael Clark Duncan, RIP, as uh, Wilson Fisk, a.k.a. Kingpin. Not crazy that uh, about that literally everybody who goes to jail is black in this movie. I, I, you know, I thought about that. I was like, you changed. It's it's cool that you decided here's an instance where we're going to change the comic. Right. To not have an all white cast. Great. We're going to, but you're going to make the big villain. Right. Hmm. Right. And what I find interesting is for the make daredevil's lawyer friend black, right? You know, foggy could be, (laughs) uh, but so for, uh, for the TV show, Ben Urich, they, they, they they changed Ben Urich's character to be, to be black. Great. Which is, and, and the, I don't know the actor who plays it. It just does a stellar job of like, like riding the line of being this, like, like way too, like way too principled. Uh-huh. Um, Like he like actually makes everybody's life more miserable because he's so principled about doing the quote unquote right thing. Yep. But also has it like this balance of a lot of pathos where you're like, I 100% like I'm with you, even though you're flawed and it's frustrating. Um, I'm, I think it was a wonderful casting. Um, But like, huh? Just, I, it I wasn't crazy. It's that. a weird decision. Um, That said, I like Michael Clarke Duncan. No, he's great. Great I don't, I don't buy him as kingpin. No. Um, you know, I don't know who I would have. Right. Um, and then you got a shit ton of cameos. You've got your Stanley, of course, obligatory. Frank Miller's in here. Well, Frank Miller, I missed that one. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Smith playing a character named Jack Kirby. Oh really? Um, I didn't, I didn't pick up that was his name. (laughs) Yeah. And then there's a bunch of other like comic-y name drops. There's a Quesada, there's a Bendis, you know, um, So great. You're throwing bones to the comic crowd. Great. Um, okay. Before this movie came out, what five record breaking box office success, Marvel movies released previous to this. There were movie, there were Marvel. Oh, what? what? there were, there were four that released previous to this. This is the fifth. Okay. That was a huge success for Marvel. Uh, Spider-Man. That is one. Spider-Man two. Uh, no. Okay. I wasn't sure when Spider-Man two came out. Um, Oh, uh, is spawn Marvel. Nope. Okay. Image. I think. Okay. Which is a DC. Yeah. Uh, Nope. Can't remember the term imprint. That's the word. Um, Oh man. Why am I blanking on? Oh, X-Men. Yep. X-Men two. X-Men two is one of the two that comes out just after this. Okay. It comes out later this year. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> So there are, there is a, so you've got two of the four. The other two left are a one and two. And it's not something that you typically associate as Marvel. Marvel. Shit. How, 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 how far earlier? Uh, I'm not going to get it. it's blade one and two. Oh, right. Um, and then the other one that'll come out later this year is, uh, Hulk. Oh right, right the the um, Eric Bana yeah yeah the 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 Ang, Ang Lee Eric Bana which I'd like to come back to I would like to as well because just because it's such a weird I mean. The, there's, there's something to be said for the, the Marvel movies in this time when like Marvel's just kind of like, they've, they've kind of just had a, they've like had X-Men as a, as a success yep. and then like Daredevil out, which I don't think this was a success and probably, it was probably a financial success, but it, oh, sure. Not a, not, not <laughs> critically because yeah. X-Men was a critical success as well. Yeah. yeah. Like people were like, oh, this is, they did good with this. um And I, and I, that first Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Spider-Man was killed it. Yeah. um Well, okay. So let's get into it. We've got our braille opening scene uh, city. There were, <laughs> I guess now is as good a time of anything uh, as any to, to like uh, talk about how everything in this movie was either a matrix ripoff and in the fight scene, a matrix or a crouching tiger. Okay. Like, the wire work specifically was all, I am very glad you brought up the <laughs> matrix thing because I could not get over it. It was so obvious. Fashion choices. Uh, you've got camera movements, sunglasses, you've got the leather jackets. Um, yeah, absolutely. The fight scenes, uh, like even like the weird poses that they would do were like straight out of the way that the matrix would do the like the hero, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, and they're, I know that they're like, but it was very clearly that this was not like matrix is obviously like it's go- taken from kung fu movies and from uh from anime, like it's very you can see how this is a distillation of of uh, influences. Yeah. This was not that. This was a distillation of The Matrix. Yeah. Without any acknowledgement of where that came from. None. Yeah. And was, also, we're going to take Joe Pantoliano. In. I, did think, <laughs> I, I did think that was funny. And like somehow he aged 30 years. Yeah, yeah. Like he went from being like a cool, like. like and I was like, whoa, what if this takes place in, in The, the Matrix? Matrix? And he's like gathering intel and is like working on his narc. 100% <laughs> a better movie with that as being the, sure it makes so much more sense. Superheroes got to exist in the matrix. right? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> um, Just. it was, there was, there's also, I love the opening, like the weird title sequence with the, the, uh, shifting after effects, 3d faux 3d th- yeah thing. And then it opens up on this, uh, like the cathedral, right? Yep. And then it's like panning down and it does this like insanely unnecessary transition through a mud, through a puddle yep for and then cuts to like it it is a lot of puddle action it made no sense and why this was no which in itself is also matrixy like the yeah yeah yeah. mirrory you know whatever oh Oh, we're gonna show the that surface rather than actually show the thing also in the early 2000s what was the obsession with lightning (laughs) because this is not the only movie where lightning is so fucking everywhere yeah yeah i just don't well, you're, you're taught to appreciate it because Daredevil can't see it. You know? Sure. It's like, look at this gift. Sure. Well, look at this gift! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and we are introduced to uh, this child's hair. Um, this child's... Well, I, it, we get the shot of Daredevil, like, hugging, hugging right. the we, steeple yeah, and then somehow falling me. into the church through yeah. the roof. Yeah, and that's... So that is, like... Uh, A a a comic book like you know shot absolutely like that is the recognizable thing and I actually really liked the like tracking shot up through the stained glass with the one thing stream of blood beautiful there are great moments in this like great like well thought out shots. Well thought out pieces, and then it, they're the connective tissue between them is so shitty. But like that anyway, like it was it's just lifted straight from the cut. Co- like yeah. they didn't have to come up with anything. It no. was just like okay, that shoot it right. But then <laughs> like like I get that, great. Yeah. But then your job. <laughs> Is to like what it felt like is somebody had actually handed them the comic book and said like this scene we want you to use this as the storyboard for for the for the shot great and somebody didn't explain to them that storyboards aren't the entire thing like there is there's connective tissue between the storyboards because it literally goes him holding on to the uh, to the steeple great image to him then somehow falling through the roof there there's no hole there's no reason for him to be in the church and and because you have these like flash forwards that he's doing or i guess they're flashbacks at that there's like those really tiny clips of like you see flashes of bullseye and electric right you know right really really fast and then he falls through it's unclear what the timeline is like oh wait is are we flashing back is he did he fall through that church right you know like you You, you are immediately brought out of place it's so bad it's just bad also, um, if I remember right, in the actual story, when this is flashing, is a, this is the flash forward too. he's actually not, he's fine at that point. Like he, I think he's been hurt, but he's it's been a, he's been stabbed, he has sword. been stabbed through the shoulder with an electrode. He hasn't stabbed through the shoulder, but I, there's just a lot of it or it's like, he, it's not the heightened point. Like they're trying to make it so like this was the heightened point, but there's a whole fucking fight sequence. Oh yeah. Yeah. After this. Yes. I, yes. I, yeah. I have story problem after story problem oh. on t- like, it's just huh um and so after he he drops in and he like maybe kind of passes out you have the um i love i love when the uh like priest grabs like a candle like a, vo- a votive oh, thank candle you. thank you for picking and then like and uses it to light of a, a completely lit scene it's there are hundreds of <laughs> votive candles surrounding and he grabs one to unnecessarily light his path it's the weirdest foot right in front of the blind man's face who we learn he knows right (laughs) right it's there yeah um and so then we get yeah so then we get the flashback to origin story um story of dad we're introduced to the kid and the dad yeah dad is this washed up fighter um and he's now like extorting money uh on behalf of Kingpin's various enterprises, and then he's lying to his kid, uh, saying that he has a, you know, job welding or some shit. It's also crazy. This is the, like, there's a couple of things where the story-wise didn't explain a couple of things. And again, I'm going to compare it to the TV show, which is unfair for everybody, but the Daredevil's superpower, if you can call it that, is essentially something he got from his dad, is he's just got a fucking hard head, and just his dad's thing was he could just take hit after hit after, mm. hit after hit after hit and stay mm-hmm. up like he just wouldn't pass I out i didn't know that that's his that's his entire thing and Daredevil's the same like he could just basically take a beating uh-huh. and th- and he can stay in the fight longer that's all like that's he doesn't it's not a superpower he's just like right brutal but in this yeah version um you know he he gets blinded by this chemical waste because he's looking right. for his dad at the side who's not there and then he gets distracted whatever blah 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 um he becomes blind yep immediately his senses are heightened which it's like a radioactive substance yes. so it's, it's like to, okay so it's it's not just the you're blind so your other senses kick in which they it's heightened right in the movie they it's like they don't tell they they do both inaccurate like is like the visuals are are accurately showing that he is affected by the the sludge and actually so right he does have a superpower in the sense that but it's a mutation from the sludge. I see. So he does have that. His heightened, his, his, uh, senses are heightened by the same sludge that kills his eyes. Does he also get Spider-Man like jumping abilities and acrobatic craziness again? And that's, that's so that's like, he doesn't have any physical, like he doesn't, he isn't stronger. He isn't more like all he is, is he works out a shit ton. Sure. And he like can, can just fight for because, long periods of time because in this legitimately, it, there were times he where it jumps, felt like you were watching spider. man Yes. Cause he jumps over full city blocks. Yeah. Yeah. And lands it with no problem. It dives off of buildings to land on scaffolding, right. you know, dozens of stories below. And the Batman comparison is super apt because he has like all of these fucking gadgets where he's like swinging. It's like, that's, where is he getting the gadgets? I, he's not rich, right? Uh, <laughs> no, but he also has like this in, 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 in uh, New York. Yeah. Yeah. He has this apartment. that yeah. is like, so he, he has to have some money, but he, but he also, he also has to have some kind of like tech person hookup because he is also not a tech guy. Nope. Um, no, he, he's, he's a boxer. And that's like, that's the thing <laughs> is like, he's just a boxer yeah. who I, there's yeah. a lot. They tried to like Neo him. Oh yeah, and Batman him like they took Neo, they took Batman, and they like, shoved him together. and Said, "This is who we want you to make a movie about." And the guy was like, "Well, it's not really Daredevil, but okay." <laughs> yeah, uh, can he also be blind? <laughs> it was the it was, oh yeah, sure. We'll, we'll, yeah, yeah, great. Daredevil. Um, but yeah, like dad. So that's the thing is like the, dad. The reason that dad uh, like the taking a fall makes much more sense because basically in his, you know, he would battle through like battling Jack is the is the the name that I've and and maybe there's different comic book trails sure, that sure I just don't are. know that like, yeah, yeah. you know in ones he's the devil one he's uh my understanding was that the devil came from uh there was daredevil's nickname it was he was just known as the devil of hell's kitchen and it was a playoff of hell's kitchen sure that's where the daredevil came from is, yep he was the devil Makes of perfect Hell, hell's kitchen and but his his dad's was was battling jack murdoch and it was just because he would literally just like uh-huh. he'd be the guy who like for nine rounds just get get punished 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 and then by the time the guy was so fucking worn right. out then he just uh, they don't indicate that at all. No, but that, um, like, that just, makes more sense for daredevil. Yes. He just basically brawls his way through for shell's kitchen. Yeah. Um, they fucked up the character and now I sound like a, like a, <laughs> like the people who were like ripping this movie at the time. <laughs> um, I was worried, particularly after the title sequence about a lot of the CG stuff. Yes the like blind terrible. like you know when they z- are zooming into what's happening um to like the synapses and stuff not terrible no the company that did it name is rhythm and hughes rhythm and hughes is fantastic really yeah i hate the name so it's much a terrible name but it's it's one of the <laughs> oldest of, uh okay. effects houses interesting they did i think they did a lot of the x-men stuff okay like the, the first sure. x-men stuff that makes sense um yeah but yeah no it's a terrible name um And uh, so his senses are heightened. Um, The other dynamic here is like the kid and dad thing. Like the he is immediately fine and understands what's going on. Yeah. As a child. Like, oh yeah, I'm blind. I can, I can, but I can still basically see my other senses are heightened. It's no big whoop dad. And everybody's like, dad comes in to inform him that he is blind. Right. And also I Also (laughs) is like, I, yeah, I heard it's like, You also can't see (laughs) that might have been like, there was these, like, there was a couple of these things where like, I think we can all accept (laughs) that he's aware that he's blind before the people who are, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. But like the kid is so composed, like he's comforting his dad when the dad comes in. Like, I know it's okay. I'm blind, dad. Yeah. Um, Just it's, it's weird. Um, And then. And then you get into this weird, like dad comebacks, like his cur- courage through this inspires the dad to yeah. try this comeback. Um, which is really, really weird. It, mean, this knew- was the first moment in the movie that I got really thrown because I, I, I actually agreed like, I think that the, the, the backstory works really well. And yeah, the like pacing is there. Um, but it's going it, at a good, you're yeah, right. It didn't take you're like, mm. because I think that with the amount of superhero movies that we've been in dated with, yeah, often the same ones being rebooted. Yeah. There's this question of like how much of the, how much is implicit in what a person coming to see the fifth Spider-Man reboot knows about how Spider-Man becomes Spider-Man. You know, like how much do you, how much time in your movie do you devote to this instruction and and Spider-Man specifically, they keep redoing the origin story. (laughs) Like we like all three Spider-Mans have done, well, I guess they didn't do it for, they didn't do it for, thank God they didn't do it for, for Tom Holland. But yeah, like we're aware. Yeah. yeah we, we know right. exactly what happened to Ben. Uh, and I feel like, bend. I feel like in, in any way that this movie is a good example of how to do a superhero movie. I think that this does it like yeah. pretty well. Like it accomplishes really, really quickly what you need to know about this yes. character and sets it aside. And I know that some of the stuff with the dad is comic book. Yeah. Like there's lore in there where they're like, he did, it was essentially like his dad, not directly Matt's fault, but like Matt encouraging his dad not to uh, like, not to do go down the quote unquote evil path was part of the reason that he didn't take a dive when he should have taken a dive and he gets killed by the mob. Like that's right. That part I think is all canon. Yeah. But like the weird, I I think the problem this movie has is entirely in connective tissue. It gets, it does not, it visually and story wise does not get from a to B. Well, it just goes, here's a, very poor something here's b yeah there's lots of stuff there's lots of time given to things that don't matter and nowhere near then enough you've, and you've lost a thread that you you know there there's a moment like once we are introduced to um both kingpin and bullseye really really quickly yeah we suddenly don't hear from them for a long time like <laughs> half an hour <laughs> and it's like what Why? Because like, yeah, Electra (laughs) didn't need to be a part of this. Like Electra could have been removed completely from this story and it wouldn't have like really wouldn't have affected it at all. Not much. Like instead of having like, instead of having uh, go after her dad, you just have Kingpin go like these, these two lawyers are getting in my way, take out foggy and, Or, or yeah, it's like one of the clients or whatever, Yeah, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so we've gone through this, uh, the, the dad gets killed by kingpins, goons, um, in this back alley because he didn't take the fall. Right. Um, he also, what, what's with the rose calling card thing? No idea. Like, why how does this help anything? Maybe or it's in like, the comics. I don't know. It's, it's not, uh, like there are reasons why. Criminals in stories leave a calling card as this like mystique thing. They want recognition. You know, they want certain things. They want to drop hints. Right. For Kingpin, it's just like, no, he's he's (laughs) like it goes. It's an antithesis to his entire character because in this specifically, he's a well-known business person (laughs) who as 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 a Wilson Fisk. Yeah. But then. Uh, Kingpin is an alter ego that he doesn't want anybody to know about. Right. <laughs> Ergo, he would not leave calling, leave calling cards because it does, it it flies completely. I don't know. Yeah. There's what, huh. I'm like, I came out of the movie being like, there was some things I really liked about it and like more and more I'm like getting annoyed by this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I'm glad that we could do that for you. And it's, and I think it's uh, like, it's the legitimate concerns that everybody's always had about comic book movies until I think the Marvel cinematic universe actually kind of made, well, no, until I would say Christopher Nolan made the Batman movies where you basically have substandard filmmakers making substandard films and it has nothing to do with the story. It has everything to do with shitty filmmaking. Sure. Cause that's what's, what's wrong here is bad filmmaking. Right. So we can move ahead to him being an adult. Yeah. He's an attorney. Kinda. (laughs) He's an attorney, but he's also like a detective a bit because he's doing some sleuthing around that is not what one does when one is a lawyer. So here's the thing. At risk of like banging the same goddamn drum that I've been banging this whole time, the the way that the TV show works is essentially (laughs) that he is diligently trying to make the law work for Uh the underprivileged in hell's kitchen and is consistently being screwed over by people with more money Uh and so when something goes wrong in court and they've proven it but they can't get a a guilty verdict daredevil then goes and basically exacts retribution Uh or he does spend a lot of time on on rooftops just like listening and like trying to hear sure crimes happening is he listening to heartbeats uh telling people he, so yes they that tell the truth. is and that's got to be a comic book because sure. it's exactly the same in the tv show yeah where he's essentially he 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 listens to heartbeats to tell the truth <laughs> i didn't like the fucking pacemaker bullshit the pacemaker thing is weird um but there's also okay as a attorney right the heartbeat thing it doesn't matter if somebody's lying to you or not like he wants to only represent people who are telling the truth because he only wants to work for the truly just correct fine but in like in a court setting if you are a lawyer and you say i know for a fact this guy's lying right and okay right like (laughs) if you cannot prove it if you were a judge passing sentence or a jury member right well, that would be of of good help. <laughs> it was it was one of those things that like the way that they decided to go about proving this weird ability just didn't work. Mm-hmm. It was like we I this doesn't fundamentally it doesn't fundamentally work. Yeah. Um, also, like I like John Favreau. Mm-hmm. I, like in a lot of things, mm-hmm. um, I'd forgotten that how like especially at this time in his career, all of the roles he has is just utter douchebag and so he's bringing that to this character yeah um he's a terrible lawyer he's a terrible friend he's a terrible sidekick he's a terrible human (laughs) nobody literally nobody likes him yeah it's true and he's not good at his job at all like that's the it seems to be that would be the 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 relief that you would give like well he's a terrible human but he's also really good at defending these people, and that's the or thing. In again in, again, the TV show, <laughs> the guy they got was like he's not as charismatic as Matt, but he's he's an insanely good, very kind, very empathetic. Sure, everybody likes him. Yeah, but he's also just really good at his job. He just isn't doesn't have the charisma of Matt. Yeah, and he like like and it, like it makes much more. It, it, like why the why are Nelson and Murdoch a, a firm? like nobody nobody wants to be a part of it Mm -mm. like none of this makes sense there's no connective (laughs) tissue here (laughs) yeah uh and we are uh given that uh he is also the daredevil we get to see him in his lair for the first time yeah his deprivation tank thing which i have questions me too about oh for sure so there's a it's a bathtub basically Yeah, yeah, yeah that he puts Epsom salts or some shit in. Uh, it's a sensors deprivation tank. He, he scoops it out of a little, uh, you know, bureau that he has next to it. We're not gonna, yeah, try- but then he has the like vampire cover thing where right. like sure deprivation tank yeah comes over we're not I'm assuming we're not just not going to get into that like a handful of Epsom salts doesn't do jack diddly to that much water like of course like the salinity level of a, of a sensory deprivation tank is no, no, so no. fucking you don't have to tell me about the Epsom salt thing I'm the person who buys a bag of Epsom salt and it says dump half the bag in and I'm like dude half the bag come on <laughs> I just fucking bought this right let's go let's take it easy but it's- and then I'm in the tub and I'm like this isn't doing anything <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's just there. It was these is, is, <laughs> really this is, is why we can't have good things. Is he sleeping in there? Yeah. So the idea behind it is that his, his senses are so off the wall bonkers yeah. that he has to completely encase himself in like a lead lined tank so that he can't So he, you know, he can sleep he can essentially, can sleep. uh, I but don't, then he would emerge as the prune devil. Well, Dick Tracy had already done that. And, <laughs> i don't why am i apologizing? i don't know i there's so many of this like i don't know you're right it it was pretty astonishing to me that i could not get over yeah i was just waiting like okay but i'm gonna see him like go to bed at some point right you know with he's got all of the technology in the world right he's got weird doors that open up at a touch you know whatever he's built a room yep that he can't hear anything in and he can sleep in a bed like a normal human rather than sleep spending eight hours in a tub. Yep. Yep. I do like, they also like the introduction and dismissal of the, uh, ex-girlfriend on the voicemail. Yeah. So there is so many weird world building bits of this (laughs) character, like the time spent on him folding cash (laughs) <laughs> it's like right they were like we did research about what blind people do it, it, that's what what crazy is like i think what you did is research you didn't read the comics you just you read all like all this like extra and maybe that's the thing this feels very 2003 we're like we're gonna ground because one of the things that i think the marvel cinematic universe does really well is they have chosen specifically with the exception of spider-man but they they didn't choose spider-man spider-man was just a sony product they're trying to get back but they have chosen specifically Characters that are not grounded in reality. Right. Like, yeah, everything like very quickly got outside. Like the event, like Tony Stark is the closest, but in general, like he's even him, like he doesn't deal with like regular crooks. Yeah. Well, that's, that's always been the problem with Marvel. Right. Is that like for me personally, is that, um, uh, you have this weird element where you feel like, there are not characters who are struggling with real life, right? Problems. Um, and I- in making something like daredevil, what they are explicitly trying to do is do something that is dark and gritty. And that is more human DC. They're trying to do a DC story. Absolutely. Um, and boy, it really like, it just <laughs> still doesn't connect. It's so yeah. Like this voicemail or whatever. You just like, you uh, feel nothing. You're right. just like, okay, it's I also- guess this guy's a dick too. You It's know, also or whatever. 90% too long. Yeah. Yeah. Like it It literally could have been, Hey Matt, it's Heather. What the fuck? I never don't want to call, see you. Again. Don't call me again. Yeah. Click. <laughs> you would have gotten the exact same. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's long enough where you think you are going to encounter this character at right. some point or that it's even possibly like, there's always oh, this Electra, right? You know? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. there's like, maybe there's some exposition in here. It's like important. Yeah. No, it's just a very long winded breakup. <laughs> text- yeah. Message. Um, so, uh, we've, we've gotten that, uh, one of his clients is, um, uh, being kind of set up, you know, or like they are innocent, um, but things in the courtroom are not going their way. Well, you know, the, the, the first one, isn't it? It's the, uh, she, it's a, it's a woman who was raped by, and they're defending right, right, right. They're representing her and the guy gets away. Right, right, right. Because she had yes. a drug problem 150 years ago. Yep. Yes. Um and and so that's what leads him to this biker bar. Right. Um Where can we just skip a bunch, but like and just land with him like in the rafters wherever ev- and then everybody sees him hanging out in the rafters? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's just like, what's up with this guy? <laughs> All at the same time. And I also like, agreed. What's up with this guy? <laughs> why are you why are you hanging out in the rafters? Yeah. Completely visible to everybody. Yeah, totally. Um is this the most boobs that's in a Marvel movie? Has to be because there's almost a full boob coming out of a shirt yeah. when these guys are doing like are peeling out in the bar. She flip. She flashes them like she. Uh, they they cut away as they're getting to yeah nipple. yeah yeah right. But no, it's it Marvel like as a cinematic thing has kind of specifically moved towards asexuality. Yeah yeah. Like they're not. They have completely desexualized everything. Yep. Um, You're like, yeah, you've got really like hunky guys and like sexy women, but they're, they're always completely covered. Then there's no impropriety around Like, like Tony Stark, if Tony Stark's played correctly, like there's a little bit in Iron Man where he like has a one night stand with a reporter, but that's like the extent of any Uh (laughs) sex that I can think of in the universe. This was like, (laughs) like straight up, like this was horny. (laughs) Oh yeah. That scene was in like it's like where is this bar that <laughs> women are just like for and also what is that contest? I'm not sure what the contest is because it's it's like they're racing for pink slips. Like it, it's like a fast and the furious thing where right. like there's the babe they're going to b- fly past but on they're either a side. Wall? But they're just peeling out Yeah, they're, like, they're, but they're because they're, the they're best facing a wall. Yeah. They also put alcohol under so their that, tires, they're supposed to. I'm assuming so that it that, flames up, right? But it never did. It never does. <laughs> so, no. like, maybe it just splashed up onto the pool tables, which eventually ignite <laughs> for no Somehow. apparent reason. The pool tables are on fire. <laughs> I do. I did. I. That made me very happy. Just like, oh, we just went full Indiana Jones, like, uh, right, ra- like that Raiders scene where the Bart like, burns down. Like, yeah, no idea why, sure. but everything's on fire. I liked ma- the majority of this fight scene. It's it was a good shot wide. Yeah. It's a good action scene. Um, uh, and also unlike Mar, like, he's killing people. Yep. You know, or, and, and unlike Batman, even, you know, like, it's like, oh, there's blood and he's putting these people out. Batman's one of those things where, like, <laughs> yeah I know that we like he we haven't said explicitly there that these people are dead but <laughs> yeah, if they're yeah. not they are paraplegic well the Batman thing is like the Star Wars thing right where people get zapped and it's like eh, are they just knocked out or are they toast oh, right. right you just took a laser <laughs> bolt to the head I think you're gone <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and I think that we probably agree that the thing that is difficult about this scene is uh that is the introduction and the way to set this apart from other films is that He's Daredevil. He's blind. So we have to do weird things with sound in this fight. This scene specifically was hard to listen to. I thought things were going wrong with the theater. Yes, Um, I did too. (laughs) I thought it was a soundtrack issue and then realized, oh no, it's just this scene and you're trying to like, this is, it's the fuck, it's, (laughs) it's Interstellar and Hans Zimmer soundtracks, (laughs) except, except in the hands of a director who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing right yeah it's just like the weird amplification and distortion of some sounds not others Um, and not necessarily the sound that has anything to do like it's on screen but it's not the main thing that you're looking at and all the while you have shitty new metal like (laughs) just either like really fuzzed out or like buried Wade, you know, like down. it's in like it's playing in the next room and it's like just get rid of that right that might be a good starting place right <laughs> yeah you, you chose you, you had a couple of interesting ideas and you chose all of them <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah for sure just like we'll just put everything in here yep and it, but also it's not a re- it's not a reoccurring theme like they don't no. have like Because I I remember going like, fuck, is every time he fights, it's going to sound like this? It doesn't. No, it's just this one scene. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, We get one of these transition scenes out of here that are... Maybe this is intentional because the, he's a lawyer, but the Law and Order transitions are really wild. Wait, where it's wait, like dun, just dun. where, it, kind of <laughs> where it's just like a sweep over the city. Oh, like oh no no. Da, 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 da. So this is the thing I was going to talk to you about. This this is also a two thousand. What the fuck was with the like traveling, like doing like the 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 quick slow, quick slow, quick slow over yeah. the city transitions? Yep. Like like we can't figure that's, out. That's the Law and Order thing that I'm thinking of. Did they do it in Law and Order? To Th- me, it's they just, they have more of a. It's not as you know, they don't play with the speed thing as much, but I definitely got this vibe of like flying over. Yeah. God, it just was a thing that was like this, like reminded me of, for some reason, like the, um, underworld movies and like every, every, it, it felt like a new metal trope. Here's the thing. I think that new metal as a music genre affected culture. Probably. So that like, I would call this a new metal movie. Which came first new metal or the very dark movies? I think it's like, <laughs> I think it's the same thing. What you like when you're describing new metal, it's like, it's like where you got very heavily compressed, uh, distorted guitars, not overdriven, but distorted guitars. You've got uh, very like notched basses. You've got uh, dark movies <laughs> and, uh, sunglasses that are a yeah. little too small and very wire, uh, wiry and backwards. Kangal. Kangle? Kangle Kangle? Kangle? K- Kangle? Kangle? I don't think that Kangle Kanga. Kenga? Isn't it a... Is uh, there an L? I, I don't think there's an L. <laughs> K- Kegel hats. <laughs> Kegel hats. <laughs> it's me, Joe Pantoliano. I'm wearing a Kegel hat. Also, do you know of any city where you can show your press credentials to get under a police line? Yeah, this guy's just in <laughs> wherever he wants to be. He just walks in. Yeah. Um, let's... By inter- the way, that light at the end of the tunnel... That's not heaven. That's the sea train. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. ah! um, Let's get ourselves introduced to Electra. Oh, can we just get it over with quickly? Um, so we're Matt smelled her from about three blocks away. Apparently. Yeah, they're there. Uh, he's got supernatural babe radar as well. Apparently. Um, because he knows moments before this woman walks into this diner <laughs> that a real beauty yeah. is about to make known. It was such the entire thing. There was so many like cringy 2022 brain, like things were like, this is just not okay. The way that you're de- like, <laughs> the way that like you're stalking this woman, you're not saying like you were actively breaking consent. You are like, this was never okay. You're you're, in fact, you are now punching a woman. Well, there's that (laughs) weirdly. I'm okay with that. That I'm fine with, Uh, but like just the way, like the entire way that he's interacting with, like when she's very clearly saying, I'm not interested and he is not giving up. Just like I was, I, it moved from being, and maybe it was endearing at the time. I don't remember, but I was so uncomfortable with like, it made me want to like step up. I was like, dude, she said no back the fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the move for the, the sidekick attorney, right? Like oh, up whiffed, buddy, right. you whiffed, right? Sorry. It was just, but yeah. So he, he approaches her in the cafe. She has no interest, you know, whatever. And then she leaves and then he follows. Yep. <laughs> right. And she's in a park and she's still like, I don't want to be followed. Right. And he's essentially like, essentially like, please don't touch me sort of things. And it's like, well, just a little bit. Just like, let me, let, me, let, me let me just kiss you a little. Like, it's like, fuck you. <laughs> I, the whole thing, I just left, left such a bad. I also, it, it, this is when it was like hyper, hyper, hyper matrices, like all the stuff from the training sequences. Yeah. It's like, this felt like this, you ripped this, yeah you get this sparring kind of scene this whole thing. in the park where they're using the seesaws and Ooh. cartwheeling around she's wearing her 2003 finest <laughs> low-rise jeans <laughs> <laughs> i mean he's not doing any better <laughs> no visually um a- bob in his way through. yes <laughs> such a bob thing um uh it- and it goes, like, it goes nowhere. It's just like this, oh, oh do, do we have a thing? Oh, is this? And it's just like, okay. No, you don't. You guys have your equals at fighting each other, right. I guess. Get a room? <laughs> yeah. But then her detail shows up. Right. And he figures out, like, who she is, you know, because she's the daughter of this Of, Daddy, of Daddy Nachos. Daddy Nachos. <laughs> Daddy Nachos rolls up. Just... <laughs> yes! Oh, daddy, yeah. daddy nachos is here. <laughs> I have oh, to run. <laughs> um, fucking hell, this movie's bad, Nick. It's pretty bad. Um, but don't worry, because now we're introduced to Colin Farrell, because we got to get these introductions. Yeah. Right. Meanwhile, without looking at a pub. <laughs> Bullseye is less of a human and more of an animal. And I mean that in the same way that like, you know how in the, in the X-Men movies where they introduce Toad? <laughs> and like he is he like he doesn't have a character he right. is just basically a slightly verbal animal yeah yeah bullseyes cut from the exact same cloth We're, like nothing that bullseye does or says is like at a human level of competency like he's mostly just anger that angry that people made him miss sure like he literally at like for a while was like i don't miss and like was like a toddler yeah like, yeah yeah i like I think of like my nephews and like, this is the level that they communicate. <laughs> yeah. He's a weird alien for sure. It's um, fucking. And also did he cut his own head? Unclear, you know, and again, is it a brand? I don't know the comic thing. D- don't tell me. I, I don't, don't know. Um, but yeah, real weird. And um, so he's in this bar he's bullseye so he's just ramming darts into the bullseye yep. get it and then throwing darts Split into the dark in on the bullseye and then this he like loses a bet or whatever or wins a bet, wins the bet the guy doesn't want to pay him and so then he starts throwing paper clips into this fat guy's neck yeah he <laughs> murders a man in a pub with paper with clips. paper clips that he keeps in his mouth right unclear um he unfolds them And then throws them. There's this weird also thing that they, like, at times make him seem like he's a magician. And then uh, that's completely ignored. And then suddenly he pulls a card. And later later he says, I'm magic. He does say, I'm magic. So I don't know if there's a subplot that got cut. (laughs) Like, is he? Right. (laughs) Also, what was with his, like, Jesus arming? The Jesus arms uh, thing. It's really weird. Yeah. Because he does it, like... The first time I really noticed it is he's coming down the escalator in Los, An- or in, uh, not in Los Angeles in New York and he's like holding his yeah. arms like Why? I love it. I, I I loved that. Or like, yeah, he's just like standing up riding the motorcycle, yeah doing the same thing. Right. And then later, like literally once he gets shot through the hands, mm-hmm. like which would be something like I could see you working the angle of like Catholic uh, the Irish Catholic thing. But he doesn't have much respect for a church. No. We learn. <laughs> it's everything um, about it is so like. And he it, does. He does. uh, Right about here, uh, kill an old lady on a plane. Right. <laughs> I yeah. forgot about that. Via peanut flick. <laughs> peanut flick. Um. Uh. And then uh, offers the line, "More peanuts, please." <laughs> so, the thing is, is I know he's Irish. Yes, I know that. Yeah the Irish accent he has in this sounds comical. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't sound. Everything is hand up. Yeah. Yeah. And he is turned up to 11, which is funny because like in most of the things I've seen him since he's kind of reserved actor. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. Um, in, like, Killing of a Sacred Deer and Lobster, which I b- love him in. Like, yeah, he's playing this, like, very complicated, quiet yeah. character. But he had a couple around here. Like, Phone Booth is right around here. Oh, he, yeah. And he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, Is he like that in uh, in Bruges? I don't really remember his character. He's I feel. more goofy in it, yeah. Bruges. Yeah. Um, um, just this whole thing, It was miscast. Yeah. Everything about this movie was miscast. Everything about this movie (laughs) was bad. Well, and because 2003 sucks. (laughs) So, (laughs) but we get all these Colin Farrell scenes right after the Electra scenes and the Colin Farrell thing happens really, really fast. Yep. Um, And then this is where like, like he arrives and then it's just like, for what, why Right. he's gone now. I think there is a throwaway line where Kingpin says, get me bullseye. Yeah. (laughs) within in reference to because uh Electra's dad in you know, another like more complicated than needs to be basically wants to get out of the business with the mob right and and they're fine with it and then they want him murdered because he wants out it's there's what there's ways to handle this he just didn't do well yeah Um, Anyway, meanwhile detective affleck is uh breaking into people's houses yeah um and and foggy is leaving physical evidence everywhere uh uh-huh and then finding like things written down like you and i enjoy playing a lot of sleuthy games or whatever the finding an imprint of handwriting in a desk and being like oh this clearly is new or (laughs) i know (laughs) <laughs> or like it's also or, it was, it was, or at my house anyway you could take a rubbing of the table and it would be like hp5 scale armor mage hand and be like i don't know what the fuck any of this means <laughs> it's also like because it, it was from the table like it wasn't right. had it been like a, a, a pad of paper yeah, yeah then at least i kind of would have bought it and, and he gets it, he gets what three letters and two numbers out of it <laughs> what does he get he gets mom six nine or something yeah. <laughs> whatever it was because it's it eight ends up, six or something right because yeah, it yeah. ends up being upside down. Nine, eight. Wow. Which, yeah, (laughs) let me, let me just ask you something, Nick, when you're going to meet somebody, Uh like, let's say you're going to meet me. Okay. And you're like in, for some reason you have to write it down Uh because it's, I don't know. You have to write it down. Love to. I currently don't need an appointment with you because I'm trapped here with you. Right. 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 But let's say we're going to, we're get out of this and you want to make an appointment and I I text you or call you and go like, Hey, let's meet on this date. Mm -hmm. Do you write the date and then my initials, uh, no, I write the date, and wow <laughs> <laughs> just this shit these it's these shitty connective I like it makes no it was a well it's also that's not that's not the type of movie that this is no. like a, it's a, you know we it, we're not doing a detective solve the crime before the crime is solved sort of thing, right. You know? I um, don't so it's know. really unnecessary um and it doesn't really like valorize any of these characters whom we're supposed to think are great right no it just makes it's just it's yeah um uh he goes on a date with Electra kinda and, and takes her to a roof <laughs> oh right there is a date with Electra isn't there yeah um where, where they're like he touches her chest and says what's this <laughs> I made that note <laughs> And which then, of course, leads me to wonder: Does he take women into his tank? I hope so, because I have seen no bed, zero G fucking. I mean, he also indicates that he's never gotten very far with a woman because he can't. Whatever It's not good right at commitment, or you know, <laughs> he's always hearing somebody's shrieking that he has to save, so he can't. There's that, but then also, I think in the very long expository uh, breakup call she says specifically that she never has seen the inside of his apartment after nine Uh, months right like so so he's not taking women into the tank and that's the problem yeah had they (laughs) there's your problem Ben I just this whole thing yeah it basically show baby nachos the tank she yeah she (laughs) show show baby nachos the tank that's the (laughs) t-shirt I just don't know also like they do make a big deal and not enough of a big deal about this necklace. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, we learned that it's not enough of a big deal because when it comes back, you're just like, Oh, oh what? That? Okay. <laughs> that thing. Okay. <laughs> that all happens. He needs it to rain for him to see her, which we've definitively yeah, proved we is not the, the case. Like, right. We get the rain vision thing that why is doesn't necessary. He, can I, it, why doesn't seems- he just go like, <laughs> 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 like if it's sound <laughs> activated, hold on one second i want to see you (laughs) hey hey baby nachos you want to see my tank (laughs) oh you are pretty oh you're so pretty oh you're so pretty (laughs) just oh no i fucking hate this whole thing um So it ends with him essentially like getting cock blocked by you have to, you have to have the rain thing because for the later for the, when she does the stone cold thing of putting the umbrella and it's a good move Mm -hmm. except like it was such a dumb fucking like the, I mean even truly, even the rain thing is very much the like matrix vision, yeah you know, like, but just blue. Yeah. Um, because when it gets so dappled, you know, like the, the sonar thing works also, I'm sorry. No, no. Not sonar. I have a radar. What what, what do they call it? Was it radar? They don't. He said, I have a radar, but for sound at the beginning of the movie, during the narration. And I was like, you mean sonar? (laughs) It's 2003. That wasn't invented yet. just, Just like, I remember hearing this like. User said radar, but for hmm. sound, we have a well-known term. <laughs> that only works underwater. I guess. <laughs> like he's like, oh I'm not gonna watch this movie. That guy's a fucking uh submarine. Yeah. <laughs> like just um uh Okay, so we can skip ahead to, to like the whole movie. Nothing happens for the rest of the like It is kind of a letdown from here on out. You get some. So we have Papa nachos dies. Yeah. Papa nachos dies I, at Daredevil. Or, oh, no, sorry. By bullseye. Very clearly by bullseye. And yet so somehow baby clearly, nacho, baby nacho thinks that because, it's so obvious. Like you have this idea that daredevil is framed or something. Right. And it's just like, no, that guy just used the thing that right. he had. Which becomes incontrovertible evidence that Daredevil is a killing machine. You could have had the exact same reaction by her going, you could have stopped this and you didn't. Right, right, right because that's that would give you a just as good a conflict and like actually some interesting emotional depth because yeah. you have this thing of like i'm not willing to forgive you for this thing that you didn't do rather right. than the thing you did right yeah and also apparently just knowing who he is in real life somehow absolves him yeah <laughs> uh, he's like she's kicking like yeah. ready to murder him until she takes off his mask she's like oh blind guy can't be the like yeah yeah i just don't get any of this yeah um. so yeah Papa Nachos down which means of course that Electra has to become supercharged and take vengeance it is not made clear at all well I guess she did fight him hand but like somehow and she fought a bunch of sandbags <laughs> uh, to an Evanescence song to an Evanescence song Um, and, and uh, Evanescence Ra- and her inner Raphael came out while her father is being buried and then also <laughs> while she is training it like, have you ever had an, an album that was just like perfectly <laughs> a time of your life? And yeah. it like, it just matches every like these people. Evanescence can be played at my father's funeral during my workout session. I, they're they're the perfect. When I take a woman back to the deprivation tank, Evanescence. Um, uh, actually, that's the perfect time to play Evanescence because you just can't fucking hear it. Uh, um, just- the sandbags thing is a wild training sequence. Because who is dropping these sandbags? Who's dropping these? And also, b- when you're fighting people in the world, mm-hmm. if you're a superhero super, as an expert fighter, I trust that yeah. you, whatever you say is going to be gospel. Right. Right. Um, in general, yeah, they don't line up in a perfectly like a known path for you to like reach out and stab. Uh-huh. So the concept of being at the right place at the right time to catch a bag that you knew exactly where it's going to land does not challenge you in any way it gets a lot of sand on your floors who's cleaning this <laughs> i imagine the same hidden person who is dropping the sandbags has to come out and <laughs> it's sweep just, up this is like oompa loompas out there going oh fuck more drop drop, drop the things Get it. i don't know what i don't know what oompa loompa <laughs> doopity doo baby nacho made a mess too <laughs> I don't like the looks of that. (laughs) Um, God, the last sandbag has a devil head on it. Did you catch that? Oh, I, yes, no, I did. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and that that was the point. It's like, he didn't do it (laughs) like (laughs) be mad that he like be mad that he didn't stop the murder. Fine. Yeah. I I I 100 buy that, but you very clearly saw the crazy guy Chris Angeline on a motorcycle, <laughs> like through. Yeah, the he's stick. making himself known. Yes, um, and so we get an basically we're launched into another fight of her tracking down Daredevil. They're on the rooftops, and she uh, and she him. him. Yeah, and then this is where and Bullseye shows up, like cackling. He's cackling. <laughs> in really like i was like oh he's like right there and right. then like a second later his cackles are really far away and i was like oh i guess okay. he's just fucking off somewhere else now we're fine <laughs> and he's close again and he's, like, he's, like, he's just running around <laughs> just like <laughs> 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 uh, <I don't> know. <laughs> um, and uh fucking murdoch sound again <laughs> yeah uh and so yeah uh like you said she unmasks him and is like "Ooh, oh. whoops sorry for stabbing you i guess i believe you now right there's no, nothing nothing changes beyond his i like identity as a lawyer right <laughs> like, yeah oh you're the guy who like creepy stalked me could not have murdered maybe she husband. just doesn't want to have husband killed mother. a blind person i don't know but it like um And then, so, Bullseye pops up and takes out Electra with a nice stab. Yeah. Stab is nice. With, like, lifts up the, like, with her, her. lifts her up with her, like, Raphael stick. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what those things are called. I don't know. (laughs) A sigh? Is that what a sigh is? Maybe. I'm good with Raphael stick. (laughs) Raphael stick. Um, yeah. Like, uh, murders her. Yeah totally pretty def- I- uh, before uh, oh, this is also the one of those weird magic things produces a card and slices her throat by throwing a card at her throat well you know i've seen some people on the internet like slice a uh, orange or whatever with a hell card. hell yeah so you know, I, no that i know that an electro throat i'm fine with right i don't believe that she survived it uh right um and uh that death leads into the now we've like flashed forward into yep. what we the first part of the movie because right. we see now why he's bleeding on top of the church i would because say he's got we the see stab. why i see that we it he is <laughs> well he why is because he's been stabbed or no, no no i get why he's been why he's bleeding but why is he in the church oh right that we don't know okay um and uh we still we also are not given information about why he falls then into the church right which he does he does he, he apparates <laughs> through the through the <laughs> ceiling and you get the what do you call these guys reverence priests, priests priests okay yeah <laughs> you yeah. get the there's like some other catholic shit through this that doesn't really there's always it doesn't connect everywhere it doesn't connect anywhere it doesn't inform really his character aside from maybe the justice thing a little bit right but like i don't know also are there like are there famous like catholic superheroes is this like the one daredevil? It, <clears throat> my, my take on any time, any specifically like Hollywood in general, but like any sort of like anytime pop culture wants to reference Christianity, it's always Catholicism, uh-huh. which is, it's kind of a weird thing because like in America, it's not sure. Like, I mean, cause I, it's I more visually gratifying. I think it's more visually gratifying. And there's like something like a, about the rituals and stuff. And it's harder. It's harder to like, you don't have like, I get it from, like, a, I guess, a story perspective where you have, like, confessionals. So you have these, like, things where you can have, you know, exposition. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, there's a, the pomp and the circumstance of right. of those positions. It's, it's just funny to me because it, it, it never connected with me since I didn't grow up Catholic. Um, I, I'm assuming none of it connects with you because nope. you didn't grow up anything. Uh, is Hellboy Catholic? Not really. Mm, Nightcrawler? I mean, night that dude's cr- got to be Catholic. Nightcrawler is religious. I don't... Oh um, God, I don't fucking know it, whatever. The devil's uh, got to be the one though. He, I, I, I guess so. But like, I don't give a shit. It, it, it doesn't, I don't know. He also is a, he's a lapsed Catholic in this anyway. Like he like, right. He's not showing up when it counts. Like that's the thing is, fuck, I don't care. Um, well, just, so be- the point is that like you have this climactic scene in, in what is assumed to be his home turf, right? Because it's the church. I uh, guess. That's like what is I that su- why th- I supposed that that's what was. Th- that that's- is a reasonable. <laughs> I'll take it, but. I- <clears throat> from my perspective, they have a fight in a church because they had a fight in a church. There was yeah. no reason beyond that. Right. Yeah. And it's the easiest thing to CG is tubes. <laughs> what right. tubes can we use? I guess. How about an organ? That'll work. Um, I, I also daredevil has dodged literally everything, but an incense plate going so fucking slow hits him in the neck. <laughs> I just, right. but also and also doesn't actually like really do, do anything. anything. Um, which doesn't seem like a bullseye move, right? No. Like he's not just going to throw something that like hits you. I don't know. <clears throat> bullseye they, comes in and throws him with the like collection. Really. They've been like okay. crouching hi- tiger, hidden dragon, their way up this g- like three-story organ. It's an obscene organ. Um, you do get some of the little like toots and like, yeah, you know, the, like whatever I, tones. Great. 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 Though, though, Again, there are these weird little details of like, this was really Like you, you took way too much time thinking of these little, like beautiful, like, like the money folding scene with sure (laughs) before Daredevil was like, but like, it doesn't, you just missed the whole stupid fucking thing. And it doesn't go swimmingly with the reveal of the bats that come out of one of the, do you know of a, can, can you, I cannot conceive of a building that is used as frequently as a Catholic church is. Because it's not just one day. Right, right. (laughs) Catholic churches are used like a lot. Yeah. And the idea that you remove one pipe and then all of the bats from the bat cave come out of it. Yeah, it's a lot. It's an astonishing number. It was the weirdest like. It's not just like, oh, one got in here. No, it's like this is connected to a cave network. Um, Thousands of bats come out of this (laughs) and also go into the church Uh and then disappear. Yep. Fine. They went back to the DC universe. I don't know what the fuck. Like, seriously, what was the, I, it was such an un, un, it's very unnecessary or just right. like use, use the budget to make bats into something else that smashes or something but in like, the church that makes sense. But like, it also doesn't need like he just falls and he could just be hanging from the tube. Yeah. Yeah. No, it adds nothing. It's so fucking weird. Um, we do get one of my favorite scenes, which is, um, bullseye breaking through the stained glass and collecting the pieces. Yeah. Uh, to then throw. Yeah. Great. Really like that. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, uh how do you get the best of bullseye? You take away his ability to throw things accurately. And so you st- stake his hands. Which also is like, <clears throat> it's through the. It's, it's the center. Thing. He, he can right yeah yeah yeah. but you gotta have away my hands you 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 gotta gotta have the visual stigmata thing it's the church thing so dumb we're really trying to lump on some thematic stuff that we forgot about for three quarters of the movie apparently (laughs) and then we're gonna throw you through a roof and like have you fall five stories to the ground and survive yep um just (laughs) and so bullseye is Alive. We don't actually know that he's alive yet. Right. He's on the top of on the hood of Ben yurik's car. Yes. Um. And then we go to this has to be. Then we have Daredevil literally jumping across. Yeah, yeah. A like four lanes of traffic. It is straight Spider Man. Straight Spider Man Neo shit. Physics does not matter. None. Um. And so, yeah, it's like, okay, next step, like bullseye revealed that Kingpin hired him, you know, and, and gives all of this exposition of like, here's everything you needed to know and more right? about, <laughs> and, and I like that Kingpin goes like, it's like, well, he's headed here now. It's like, how do you know? It's like, well, if that's what I would do, because yeah, like, because he, he would have told him everything. Yeah. Dude, just shitty management of your people man yeah like well i guess you shouldn't have hired him we right. wanted one guy oh fuck we didn't get to in in the one scene where kingpin and bullseye exist simultaneously right in Kingpin's where, he kills office, his, where he kills his uh, we, assistant we have to at least mention the Security. fact one of the most disappointing things about this movie and it's talked about it in reviews is that he has this very memorable line where he's like kingpin says something like well you know like what else do you need and he says i want a fucking costume right leading up to the big climactic battle no, no costume, costume. <laughs> what <laughs> why have that line in there i don't know <laughs> also they used, they they blew their fuck on that <laughs> right yeah <laughs> which then you imagine oh yeah, A cool ass this costume. Can- nope, nope. No still, costume. it's still being made at the point in the story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the plan. The plan went forward too fast. We did. We left costumes. the theater too early to see the after sequence when the costumer shows up. Oh, I was like, "Where's Bo- Oh no!" Or like drapes it over the hospital bed. Right. Um. And so then, so Daredevil goes to Kingpin and like. This has to be one of the like l- l- like least climactic final battle it's scenes. Whatever, it's over in a jiffy. Um, you get the rain play again, right? W- but which like, also, Daredevil has proven <laughs> through the entire movie and through comics, yeah, at all. He doesn't need the rain to see no. people. He he's an ex, a exceedingly good fighter. Yeah, yeah. He can like see your eyelashes. Right. The so the idea that he can't beat Kingpin <laughs> without seeing him is like, his biggest target thus far. Right. <laughs> like the the problem. There's so many of these things where it's like you just had to think about this in the universe for just a second to go like, this. Okay, this trope. I. I would actually understand, like, if it wasn't Kingpin and it was some sort of, like, like, actually uh, Nightcrawler, somebody who bamf is everywhere, mm. and you, bamf is, bamfs bamf everywhere, is. bamf is, Uh bamfs everywhere, the rain. I mean, even makes, bamfing is just a, a, I know. a parlance that we use. I don't think that that's, like, accepted. I think it might be okay, at this great. point. Alright, great. We're st- well, it's 2003, we're starting it. But that's the thing, like, people, like, you know, we're, like, Nightcrawler's bamfing, you know, like, having the rain being an indicator is, like, oh, I can see him. Yep. And, great. Like, that makes sense. But Kingpin, he's just, you just hit the bait. The whole point of Kingpin is he's fucking huge. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I like that. I think that we should do the Daredevil night V nightcrawler movie. I, that actually, uh, I'll bet you there's at some point in the comics, they've sure crossed paths, right? Yeah. I uh, just fucking, they fight. And I mean, I will say knocking, like bla- blasting on his knees was brutal totally i liked that as a like yeah as but, a good way but of but ending the problem it. with any of these fights is that honestly none of them compare to that first no biker scene no you like got out of the way the best fight sequence yeah in a very inconsequential story moment right um i just let down um so he doesn't kill kingpin he lets justice <laughs> have its <laughs> yeah and then kingpins oh so the one of the through lines that we've not talked about of course is the identity of daredevil right um who you know the journalist is trying to figure out um and kingpin mentions like well if you you know uh if you if you don't kill me now i'll tell everybody i'm gonna tell everybody what i know right um, and i do like that like the reaction i was like who are they gonna believe i was like right well probably the guy who just fought him right like Yes. It doesn't matter what you've done as a criminal. They're probably going to go like, well, he has no reason to lie about the identity totally. of Daredevil. But we're setting ourselves up for a sequel because he's just going to go to prison. Um, and then we wrap up the other identity thing, which is that the reporter knows. Um, but, you know, he's like, please don't because you're going to kind of blow the whole fucking thing. Right. And then he's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And they have like a, a wink right. from the rooftop at the end. Um, th- there was a weird thing in the uh, with Joe Pantoliano where like, in no way indicates that he smokes a ton. No, he maybe smokes once during yeah. the movie. And, but then he has this whole aside where he talks about the reason that he's going to die because of overuse of the gum, because his children have begged yeah. him to stop to to quit uh-huh. is the weirdest exchange that does not have to do with anything. It's just not, but by the end he is smoking again yeah when he's when he he's writing up the on the final, gun i yeah, just yeah. like weird. that's when he smokes yeah that, right. to my knowledge i don't think he smoked up until that point yeah, weird character i didn't pick up on that it was just these weird like weird development why did you tell me that <laughs> um and uh yes then we get the like dangling necklace of the electric bra thing so that we know that she's alive yes also <laughs> i um, this movie's development was started in 1997, uh, by, uh, originally Chris Columbus. Um, P okay. of, uh, Harry Potter and home alone fame. Yep. Um, uh, producers wanted a more character driven, darker, edgier Marvel Batman. movie. Batman. Yeah. You want Batman. It turns out they want Batman. <laughs> um, and so does Ben Affleck apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Daredevil. <clears throat> Poor Matt Murdock. All like everybody just wants like Bruce Wayne and all you get yeah. is Matt Murdock. Right. <laughs> just, um, uh, shot in LA despite being set in hell's kitchen. Um, you know, I think that, I think that at the end of the movie shot in New York as well. And I was like, what? What? I think, I think that that's like one of the gripes that people, you know, because New York people are really obsessed with New York and okay. 100% (laughs) like nobody cares about New York to the level that New Yorkers think that everybody cares about New York. Well, but it's, and it's like that thing of like, I want to see that place I walked by every day or whatever yeah. you know it's like, you mean the same place that when they shot there you harassed them so bad that it made their life so or, miserable they couldn't shoot or like and it sounds almost miserable to me where it's like well i know that actually going from that place to that place would have taken like an hour and a half and it's like wh- that would ruin so much stuff like, like if that's if that's what you want like right you can't <laughs> it's also like it's so um, I don't care i don't fi- like I wanted to talk about a little bit of the promotion um, for this film. Okay. Oh, can we also really quick yeah. talk about how through the entire movie, they're really trying to get you to use the DD or the double D or however you want to say right. it, like moniker that is not a part of daredevil to my knowledge. Yeah. They's, they're zooming in on it on his. Also, why did he leave hell or whatever? And why did he leave the, like, he doesn't want, this is another thing. Another like, calling card. Right. For example. Yeah. Oh, I guess it. there was a cigarette there cause he had the cigarette to flick. Okay. You're right. Um, well, I was wrong about that. So I guess the <laughs> just okay. Sorry, um, you want to, to talk about the promotion. So they spent a lot of money promoting this thing, as you might expect. I, yeah. um, and there's one that's baffling to me. Excellent. Um, and it's this is a partnership sort of thing. Well, so it's very 2003, but also in the way that I think that we've been kind of getting at, which is that it's 2003, but it's also not cutting edge. Like it's it's a little too old to yeah. be happening in 2003. Excellent. Excellent. Um, so, uh, as part of an online form of marketing, a viral email drive was started. Okay. Where, uh, participants would be entered into a contest, uh, where to enter the drawing, you had to book tickets for the movie online, which is still novel. Nope. Yeah. Um, they still haven't, it's barely gotten good now. <laughs> You're right. Um, and then pass on the email to someone else. So it's basically like a chain letter. Excellent in two thousand three, which already which has everybody, everybody wants that. Yeah. Um, now, what you could win is really where uh, I f- flip out. PT Cruiser, um, me, PT cruiser. <laughs> <laughs> a daredevil theme PC Cruiser. No, it's a Plymouth Prowler. Uh, was it? No, <laughs> that would be that was the only thing that would be better. I just happened to know that the members of Chevelle all had Plymouth Prowlers, what? so I brought it up. The members of Chevelle <laughs> drove the. Yeah. Oh my god, that was bad even for them. Yeah. Um okay, so Daredevil t-shirts, great. Fine. Yeah. Uh Game Boy Advance games, including, look at that, the Daredevil hey! game on Game Boy Advance. That was released almost simultaneously. And now here's, we've listed two prizes. Yep. Third prize, cufflinks. Weird one, right? Why cufflinks? <laughs> Why the fuck are cufflinks involved? So here's the thing. Okay they are a thing for wilson fisks character okay. that is not at all addressed in this this version of the of the uh, story wild so like like it, it features incredibly heavily in the TV show where the the cufflinks that Wilson Fisk wears are his dad's. Okay, and it's a big thing because Wilson Fisk was essentially abused by his dad and when was forced to stare at this wall uh-huh. that was a plaster white white plaster wall, and he's just forced to stare at this wall for like eight hours a day when his dad is just like having a bad day. Uh huh. And so he wears these cufflinks. And like they, they become this thing and like they show that he has thousands of cufflinks and he only wears these the same ones every day. Sure. He also like buys this piece of art that is like that basically looks like white plaster and he wakes up in the middle of the night and just like stares at it. And it's like it's this driving thing of mm-hmm. like I hate my dad. I will be like but I want my dad to like care about me. Yeah. Like it's this, and it, it great. <laughs> great, for, great for motivation. Not addressed at all in this movie. That's not brought up at all. But they have a couple <clears throat> moments where they like the camera focuses on his uncufflinked like after after the cufflinks oh have been taken no. out how do you fuck that up so i don't know if that's what they're doing <laughs> well it has to be tied to that but yeah wow and i to feel not like have that in the movie is baffling it's that's even more baffling to me than the giveaway of the cufflinks 100% <laughs> like it's like you it, it is a little bit like what it feels like is the marketing department's like oh Wilson Fisk in this great we can do the cufflinks and they're like it will tie perfectly <laughs> cuz certainly they're not going to like ignore the cufflinks you know? Yeah. The marketing department was the comic book Reddit board. of right. like They didn't do the conflict! What the fuck? <laughs> um, this movie was a success. Uh, it made $179 million over the $78 million it was budgeted. Um, this is why we can't have nice things. Uh, Electra, which comes out in uh, 2005. <laughs> failure. Um, I don't think I actually saw Electra and uh as a result of the failure of Electra Daredevil 2 was canceled. Oh. Yeah. Not on the Okay. Um and uh was supposed to then be rebooted um with Statham as Daredevil. I that actually think is that's a better that's a better Daredevil. I think it'd be a worse Matt Murdock. <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure. Um, also, can you imagine Jason Statham trying to do a, like any sort of New York accent, right? Any sort of New York yeah. accent. Um, and then, uh, but then the Marvel shakeup happens with licensing shit and then you get the Netflix thing yeah. out of it. And Charlie Cox did, I think a really good job of it. Yeah. Um, any other final thoughts? Would you recommend this movie? What, no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. I don't think that there's really many movies in the early two thousands that I really would want to revisit. Yeah. I mean, it's hard because, like, there is such. You you start getting this like really derivative thing where everybody's trying to replicate the success of the thing that was that everybody wanted to see, right? Which hasn't um, gone away. It hasn't gone away. No. Um, but and I I kind of attribute that flaw that has carried through now to this time. Yes. Um, the, and the, the 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 time of Smash Mouth. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Just like. <laughs> gutter culture for everybody it's gutter it's gutter culture like it's such an ugly version like it's it's it's, yeah it's like it's it's this dumpster version of just like finding you know like picking out the various disparate elements of things that you think are cool that made the thing that everybody actually likes into this amalgamation that's just like "Ah." it's so weird Um, and what's weird about that is that I think that this is also the era where you can still get away with that and things can still succeed. I think that people probably in the 2020s are starting to see that more and yeah. avoid those things. Well, and I, I mean, for better, or for worse, Marvel like said, well, this is what a comic book movie actually is. And, and I think they'd be like, Oh no, that actually is like, well, I think the part of the reason the MCU has been so successful is like they are accurately translating their comics into movies. Yeah. Like I think, I, I don't think anybody can argue that it's not a good representation, right? Whether they're good movies or good stories or whatever. Yeah. We can go round and round, but like they are exactly what you were signing up for. Whereas like, this is not at all a, a Marvel comic. Nope. And I mean, blade isn't a Marvel, like the movie right. the, yeah. aren't Marvel comics. <laughs> nope x-men might be around it i think so and and again i i I think that spider-man is yeah spider-man i think was was but like that was the thing they had spider-man to go like oh see right that actually fucking works like what people want is they want this like pov of like swinging through new york Yeah, fuck that's cool i'll (laughs) watch that yeah no no what we should do is do a like second rate batman (sighs) whatever um, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it either. It's, it's super, um, it's super predictable in ways that I was actually attributing, uh, twists to things that I was wishing were going to be twists <laughs> that weren't like the calling card thing. Yeah. I was like, Oh, he's going to find out that it's not actually kingpin. Like there's actually going to be another right. killer that's going right. around doing the calling card nope. thing because that MO doesn't line up with kingpins. Right nope nope it's, um, it's and then yeah these weird pacing issues of like setting some things up really rapidly and then the like bigness of the movie just like bulldozing <laughs> it bulldozing <laughs> this thing so then you forget about and and largely that has to do with your um like central antagonists i feel like the setup uh, comes really really quick yeah and then as you don't hear from them until the very end when right. they reappear and it's just like okay um i yeah fuck should we uh, I, I don't think it's gonna do us any favors that we saw this movie in life nor time travel but shall we see where we uh land yeah computer could you choose us a better time one moment processing memory quality within acceptable guidelines please stand by as temporal transport is initiated in three two one uh Oh, no. No, what? Uh, what? Is it 91 again? Uh, no. I can't believe that you're unaffected by this shit. Yeah, I've got such a weak stomach. Uh, Are you not doing well? How far do we go? It's October 11th, 1944. Holy shit! This concludes today's adventure. None of This Is Real is brought to you by Adam Farnsworth, Nick Rennes, and a sentient time machine. Our theme song, 21st Century Coyote, and our outro music, Pirates of the Known Dinghy, were written and performed by John Van Dusen. Visit noneofthisisreal.com for more information on the podcast. Also, follow at N-O-T-I-R pod on Instagram and Twitter. That's N-O-T-I-R-P-O-D. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and anywhere fine podcasts are sold. Podcasts, it's radio for millennials. Our behind-the-scenes podcast, Some of This is Real, is available exclusively by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash n-o-t-i-r pod. Thank you for listening, and remember, none of this is real.